Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Von Arks, here with my co-host, Carrie Egler, and today's episode is long overdue. This is the Shopify versus Etsy showdown. We are gonna be discussing the pros and the cons of each platform so that you can make a more informed decision and be sure to listen to the end where we'll be sharing the strategy that we use and recommend. But before that, real quick, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate it. It helps us reach new listeners and helps you never miss an episode. So thank you so much for being here. We're happy you're here. And just before we hop in, here's a quick word from this episode's sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Gelato, the world's largest print-on-demand network. Gelato enables individuals ranging from e-commerce entrepreneurs to artists and creatives to establish their own global business. The magic of Gelato is that they focus on local production. The item being delivered is produced in the country that the order is placed almost 90% of the time, leading to many benefits such as lower costs, faster delivery times, and most importantly, reducing carbon emissions. The focus on tech to knit together over 130 production facilities across 32 countries is truly unique. Thanks to this, they currently have the highest customer satisfaction score in the print-on-demand industry on Trustpilot. To check them out for yourself, go to sixfigurefounder.com slash gelato and use the discount code POD Playbook, all capital letters, to get 60% off your first order when placed within 72 hours. That's the number six figurefounder.com slash G-E-L-A-T-O. You can also find the link and discount code in the podcast show notes or in the video description on YouTube. What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode. Man, we have needed to do this episode for a long time. We have been teasing this episode for a long time, and we're finally here. Who do you, do you think is going to win, Shopify or Etsy? <laughs> As if it's a mystery. Well, I okay. might actually know. Yeah, yeah. We are doing the Shopify versus Etsy showdown. And you know what? We have a lot of listeners that are both Shopify and Etsy users. Some are just Shopify, some are just Etsy, some are both. So we will try to be fair here, but in full transparency, while we both like both platforms, we definitely favor Shopify since this is where we have made essentially all of our e-commerce sales. Yeah, Like I love Etsy is a complimentary sales channel. I love it. And I love having it alongside my Shopify store, but it doesn't make me nearly as many sales. It's like a fraction, a small fraction of the sales. It's just not as scalable in my opinion. And I would personally never create a standalone Etsy shop unless I was not at all reliant on that income. And we're going to get into that. We're going to explain why that can be quite risky. Um, But just before we get in, Carrie, how are you, man? Dude, I'm good. I just got back from uh, Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Uh, Went out there with a good friend of mine um, and went to a conference for a couple of days, mostly talking about content creation, YouTube, stuff like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it was it was really good, man. I love Boise. Been out there a couple of times. Uh, I'm always, always, I uh, feel a little bit behind this week, but always, and always excited to get back in the swing of things. So yeah. once you get a little break, break like that. So I'm pumped about this episode, dude. I'm, I'm happy to be back recording podcast episodes. I love it. 
Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, Boise is a beautiful city. I've been really there quite great. a few times myself. Home of Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels. True. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a beautiful city. Just a, a really beautiful place. But anyhow, we're going to get into a email. And we actually teased this in, I believe it was the last episode, we mentioned that someone had sent us an email talking about the podcast and how it had helped them. And we didn't want to read the email without their permission. So I reached out to this seller and I asked him because it was such a good email. And I think this could be so inspiring to people. Um, I reached out to him and I asked him if he wouldn't mind. And he was super awesome. Like this guy is so cool. He was totally fine with it. He said, yep, no problem. Use whatever you want. So I wanted to shout him out. Um, just before that, I also wanted to mention that last week we did a hot topic call on effective marketing strategies right now. And I led this for our six figure founder community. And it was so much fun. It was just such good vibes all around. A bunch of us are now doing a 30 day content challenge. So everyone listening right now, you can hold me personally accountable because I am partaking in the challenge for my Ecom Legends Academy Instagram account. So my primary acquisition channel, where I get, you know, where I, where I, uh, where I promote mostly to my community is actually on TikTok for coaching. Um, but I'm doing, I'm going on Instagram for 30 days straight. So starting today, the month of August, I already posted for today, but for the month of August, I'm going to be posting every day. And you know what? If you're a listener of this podcast, even if you're not a part of the six figure founder community, I want to challenge you to do your own 30 day content challenge, whether it be TikTok, whether it be Instagram, whatever your primary channel for attracting new prospective customers and uh, you know, building a following of raving fans, whatever community it is that you want to go all in on, or are you currently all in on, I challenge you to post at least once a day for 30 days straight. And then look at the analytics afterwards. After the 30 days, look at your dashboard, see what performed the best, and then optimize your next 30 days of content based on what performed the best over the last 30 days. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Well, Let's get let in. Let me jump in, that's so yeah, good. Yeah, because go ahead. That's so good because one of the things like, I, I know you preach this as well, but. I've had shirt school, which is my program for four years in September coming up on our four year anniversary, which is crazy. Uh, but that's been like, especially over the last couple of years, something I've just tried to drive home as much as possible is that consistency is key. Consistency mm. is key because online world, we all want the instant gratification and it's so easy to just think if I go post two or three times on Instagram or Facebook, like I'll just be making all these sales and mm -hmm. the key is consistency. And like, if, if you commit and you say, I'm going to do this every single day for 30 days. You'll be shocked at the results that you'll get after that you'll have after 30 days. If you just think about anything, if you ate mm -hmm. healthy for 30 days, how much weight would you lose? If you worked out for gym, 30, yeah. if you worked out every day for 30 days, like how much better would you feel, look stronger? Would you be all the things like anything you do for 30 days, like you're going to see results. And, and so uh, I, I would, I would extend that challenge. Uh, that you mentioned, like you guys go do it. Just make a challenge and then let us know, like shoot us an email yes. or us up on social and say, Hey, here's what happened after 30 days. Uh, we loved it. We love to know. Yeah. I, I love that idea. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a really good quote that I heard recently. And I think I, I added this in the caption of my post today, actually. Um, I just tweaked it a little bit, but the post says you have in six months from now, you're either going to have six months of excuses or six months of progress. And I just so love that quote. And I, I tweaked it and I said five months because we are five months 
from 2024. There are five more months left of this year. Let's and go. it is not too late for people to start, grow and scale their business and capitalize big time on Q4, which is the biggest shopping season of the year and where a lot of people make a lot of their sales. So I was trying to inspire people in this post to like take action and focus on progress, you know, as opposed to not doing anything at all. And then five months down when 2024 comes, all it is is excuses. Yeah. So um, yeah, guys, take part in this 30 day challenge. You're all invited, like Let's message go. us, tell us how it goes. Let's go. Uh, all right. With that, let's read this email. So this email is from Chad N. So Chad, if you're listening, dude, you are so awesome. I had a couple email exchanges back and forth with him. Really cool, dude. What is um, that? I'm not going to mention his brand. I'm just going to intentionally leave that out. But I want to read the email from him because he sent us this email on July 15th out of the blue. And dude, this made my day. Like this email made me so happy. So he says, Hey team, I just found your podcast episode four regarding print on demand. I have grown my clothing brand from zero to $100,000 per month what? and have been doing heat press and transfers. And I can't keep up. The customers are getting annoyed and my mental health is declining. Yeah, totally get that. Totally get that. And we, we kind of talked about that in last the last episode on the Q&A, like it's really hard when you are fulfilling your own orders because you become the biggest hard. bottleneck. And as soon as you see success, it becomes extremely overwhelming and not that scalable. You're, you're, you're held back by your own limitations. So totally get that. But back to his email. I have now decided to take the leap into print on demand through Gelato. And I'm in the middle of creating the products on Shopify. Um, oh, I've decided to take the leap into print on demand through Gelato and Printful. I'm in the middle of creating the products on Shopify. Anyway, I just really need this episode today and can see the light. The profits are actually better than doing it myself. Thanks a lot, Chad N. Let's go. Dude, on. like Come that on. kind of email, just like ear to ear smile. We were so happy for you, Chad. We're so happy that you found us. We're so happy that you found Print On Demand. And we're so help happy that you're able to outsource the fulfillment. And hopefully your, you know, your, your customers will not be so annoyed. They shouldn't. And your mental health will stop declining because I don't want to go on a tangent about this, but I think, you know, mental health is, it's a real thing in the entrepreneurship world. Like 100%. so many entrepreneurs get burnt out and I got burnt out. I, I, I was essentially out of commission for almost half a year from burnout a couple of years back. And it was awful. Like it was so stressful. It was so terrible. And that's a story for another day, but like, this is a real thing and it's just not talked about enough. So anything that we as entrepreneurs can do to ourselves to take some of the burden off that will hopefully reduce the chances of, you know, dealing with constant stress and anxiety. So thank you, Chad, for your email. You're awesome, man. Keep up the great work. And we're excited to hear about the results. Like we are talking to um, someone from Gelato the other day, and he was saying that Chad's already crushing it over there. So good for you, man. Super excited for you and congratulations on taking action and, and, you know, making the transition with that, dude, Jerry, did you want to say anything else before we get into the main event? Thank you, Chad. You're a stud. We love mm -hmm. you. 
we love hearing your stories. Email us, message us. We love hearing it. Um, mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, let's dive into Shopify versus Etsy. And let's, let's, just, let's just commit right now. Let's go. And we're going to do this in the next 45 minutes. We're going to do it. <laughs> oh, dude, you're asking. Another Ooh. challenge. Wait, wait, wait. Like 45 minutes from now? From now. 45 minutes. Let's do this. All right. We're going to have to All talk right. maybe a little bit faster. All right, let's go. Here we go. Pros and cons. So the way we're going to break this down is we're going to talk about Etsy first. We're going to talk about the pros and the cons of Etsy. And then we're going to talk about Shopify next and talk about the pros and cons there. And to be totally transparent, again, I I mentioned before that we favor Shopify. I'm just going to put that out there up front because this is where we've made most of our e-commerce sales. Uh, However, you know, so we know a lot more about, well, I know a lot more about Shopify than I do about Etsy, even though I use Etsy, I would consider myself a Shopify expert, but not so much an Etsy expert. So we're going to do our best here with the knowledge and our research and what we know. So, um, let's just start with the pros of Etsy. Uh, Carrie, do you want to kick it off with the pros or do you want me to kick it off? Um, it doesn't matter. I was going to say a couple things. Uh, I'm going to do my best to be non, not, uh, not biased towards Shopify, even though I love Shopify. I want to mm-hmm. see, I want to see what happens. And I, and I want to, I want to decide at the end of this episode, which is really the better platform, which is really the better platform. <laughs> um, Very good. I'll, I'll do my best as well. I wanted to add something here. I don't know if this is the right, the right place to add it, but one of the things that I think is so interesting about Etsy and just to kind of put it in perspective, one of the reasons I think we love Shopify is because the top Etsy sellers don't actually make that much money. <laughs> this is what's crazy is I've seen some crazy stats. I was actually trying to get them pulled up, but the average average like seller would make about it says mates about forty three thousand to forty six thousand per year on mm. Etsy. Uh, that's mm. that's like you know if you're doing doing pretty good the top earners somewhere around like sixty thousand a month like the top 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 earners mm. but you're talking about on I mean that's that's like the top you know one percent on Shopify you're talking about brands like Kylie Cosmetics and like billion dollar brands you know mm-hmm. like uh, we're talking like thousands of them it's not like there's just a few like Shopify right. has some of the biggest brands in the world and that's that's a big differentiator because most you know, most people on Etsy, if we kind of do the math, let's just say they're doing 50,000 per year, you know, most people on Etsy are doing maybe one to $5,000 a month, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in there where it's like with Shopify, the, the potential is so much higher and it's for the reasons we're going to talk about a lot on here. So I'll kick it off a little bit uh, sure. with some pros of pros of Etsy. We're going to jump into pros. <laughs> jump into, I'm jumping to the cons, I guess, but pros of <laughs> Etsy. Uh, so why, why would you want to use Etsy in general? What, what would be some of the things? So number one, uh, Etsy drives traffic to their platform for you. So that's a mm-hmm. big thing. Etsy's kind of like a marketplace, uh, mm-hmm. where you can list your products and Etsy will bring traffic to you. Etsy is a search engine. It's like Google in that way where somebody's going to come there. They're going to search for a product. It's going to pull up a bunch of products and Etsy will hopefully list your product up there for people to see. And maybe they'll click on it and buy it. Um, right. It's relatively quick and easy to set up. I would definitely agree with that, that if you were looking at Shopify versus Etsy, which one is easier to get started with? 100%, I think Etsy, Etsy. is. It's 100%. so easy to get to get mm. set up. Even if you're doing print-on-demand, it's pretty easy to get uh, print-on-demand products set up with Etsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can connect them directly. Like you yeah. can, there's Gelato Etsy integration. So there's, there's 
most print-on-demand companies, all the big ones seem to have direct integration with Etsy. So um, yeah, Gelato, you, Printify, Printful, yeah, print, I don't know, Aquastyles yeah, exactly. does. Um, yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, all the big ones. Pretty easy to get set up. Um, mm -hmm. No website is required. So logo, banner, profile, and product details. Um, you do you do need those things setting up an Etsy shop. You'll need a few things mm -hmm. like your logo and banner and different things. But you don't have to like have a domain. You don't have to have this elaborate website. It's you know you can set up just a basic Etsy shop. Takes mm -hmm. it doesn't take too long to do. Right. Um, it's easy to use, simple. It's easy to to add new products. Easy to launch, and uh, it's also a trusted platform. I heard a. I heard a crazy, a crazy stat. Um, a few. This is a few years back. I think Etsy is like the it, at the time was like the third or fourth largest e-commerce store in the world, or something like that. Like it's pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, mm. Just because so many people go to to Etsy to shop, so mm -hmm. it's a very uh, trusted platform. I think it's also another kind of stat. It's like ninety three percent female. That's something to know if you're considering selling on Etsy. It's like ninety three percent of the the customers or the shoppers are female. So mm -hmm. that's something interesting. It's gonna definitely lean heavier toward female focused brands or female focused designs. So, right. um, so those would be some of the pros. I think the biggest the biggest thing to know overall as a pro, the pro of Etsy, two pros is that it's easy and quick to set up. And they're going to drive a lot of traffic for you, or, or in theory, they will drive a lot of traffic for you. Um, that's not always the case. A lot of people don't. Yeah, they're driving Etsy. traffic to Etsy, not necessarily yeah. to your store. Like you still have to be discovered in Etsy. Yeah, but Which means that's you're gonna, huge. You're going to need products and designs that really, really stand out, mm -hmm. and you're going to need to know, you know, how to rank in SEO, yeah. and then you're also just going to have to like trust that Etsy is going to put eyeballs in front of your products, you know, cause it's up to them ultimately. So yeah, Etsy SEO is really big. That's how a lot of people are driving sales or driving traffic to their listings in Etsy. So you would need to learn that. It really doesn't seem too challenging to learn um, because you're pretty limited <laughs> in what you can do in the platform. Um, but a couple of things that I just wanted to add here, a couple of things that I really like about Etsy. So first of all, I love that Etsy drives traffic to the platform. That's amazing. This is this is huge because Shopify does not. Like you have to drive your own traffic to Shopify. And there are countless ways that you can do that. But with Etsy, the traffic is being driven there. And that leads me to another point that I wanna make is people go to Etsy to shop. They are going there True. to shop. It's like going to the mall and they're going to the mall to buy. Whereas a lot of the advertising that we do for our Shopify stores is more of a disruptive marketing tactic, which can totally work. If you have good products and you're getting them in front of the right people, it can be in extremely effective. But a lot of the uh, marketing that we do is social media marketing and people aren't necessarily going on social media to shop. They're going there to see what their friends are up to, what influencers they follow are up to, maybe brands they follow are up to. And then we are interrupting them during their scroll and showing them awesome products that hopefully align with them. And we want them, you know, we, our goal is to either get them to complete their purchase in the app, like in Instagram shops or Facebook shops or TikTok shops, or go to our website and see what else we have and complete their purchase there. So the, the, the intent is a bit different. There's like that shopper intent going in. Um, and I just want to kind of double down on this trusted platform thing, because that is big. That is big. There is a lot of trust in the Etsy name. Most people will not hesitate 
to make a purchase on Etsy. But if they're seeing our website for the very first time and they've never seen it before, then there could be some trust issues. And we definitely teach a lot of strategies that are trust building strategy strategies like social proof and trust badges and user generated content and reviews. There's a lot of things that we teach to make your website appear more trustworthy. But I would say that if someone, see, if someone goes on Etsy and sees something, they're more likely to purchase on a trust standpoint than if they go to a website for the first time. And a lot of times they do purchase from our websites. They eventually purchase or they purchase right away. But what I'm saying is that Etsy, there's trust associated with the name, kind of like Amazon, and they are very customer centric. So uh, buyers know that if they have a problem with Etsy, they can go to Etsy and it'll very likely get resolved. Uh, there's a high likelihood it'll get resolved in their favor. And um, there's power in that. So, so if you were curious, yeah. if you were curious, uh, Etsy for June of 2023 was the fifth, uh, fifth highest ranking e-commerce store or website wow. in the world. Yeah. So above that, Amazon's number one. Somehow eBay is still number is number two. Isn't that crazy? Dude, eBay's making a comeback, dude. dude they're eBay. on they're on the up and up. I'm telling you right now, is eBay insane. is on the up and up. And I think that in the future, a lot of print on demand sellers are gonna be on eBay. And I don't know what it is, but they, they seem to be like revamping something because yeah. I'm hearing about eBay more and more as a sales channel. So yeah, the average visit, average, you think eBay. You think like what what are we in the nineties? Like yeah, average average visit. Average visit on eBay is about seven minutes. Like people are staying on the website for seven <laughs> minutes, which is really long. Um, and then number three is actually uh, Amazon.co.jp. Uh, I'm assuming that's a different. Uh, I think that's, that's Japan, different, isn't it? Maybe, yeah, maybe so. So Amazon's got two of the top three. And then wow. Rakuten, surprisingly, number four, Rakuten. Yeah. Uh, which I think is also the Japan version. It's .jp. And then Etsy's number Rakuten five. Rakuten's based so, out of Japan. Etsy's it, it number also, five. Has, Dude, yeah. Walmart's all the way down at number eight. Ooh. Average time on the website, only four minutes and 39 seconds. Etsy's got Walmart beat. Okay, that is, that is like, wild. I knew Etsy was big, but that's wild. I would, if I had to guess, I would think walmart.com would be like higher up. And maybe, you know what? Like they got kind of a late start. Amazon dominated them for a long time. And I know Walmart is making a big push and now they're, integrating with a bunch of print-on-demand companies. Uh, like I know that there's direct integration is starting to happen with different print-on-demand companies. So I think they're going to get bigger and maybe they've even moved up the ranks, but that's actually pretty surprising. So it is, it is that is worldwide. If you look at US, I filtered it to just US. Mm. It's Amazon number one, eBay number two, then Walmart number three. Okay, and that makes Etsy, more sense. Etsy number four. You want to know the surprise at number five? Another weird one. Oh, you ready what? for this? What is Craigslist. It? Number five. No, no. Yeah, dude. I thought Craigslist, Craigslist was dead. I was like, Facebook Marketplace destroyed. No, it's still the fifth largest, I guess, e-commerce and shopping website in the U.S. That's insane. I don't. I haven't used it in years. I only use Marketplace. That's yeah. shocking. Yeah, I definitely like Craigslist. I thought is like where you list tickets for concerts and uh, you know you list your apartment for rent. But Dude, everyone so much Phoenix stuff. uses OfferUp, man. Like OfferUp electronics. is I took over Craigslist. I bought electronics, musical equipment, furniture on Craigslist, but then I stopped mm. like probably five years ago because I just used Marketplace. Anyways. Yeah, Marketplace or OfferUp. Those are like the yeah. two that I see the most. Poshmark is great for clothes as well. Um, 
reselling clothes. But anyhow, the last thing I want to mention is a pro for Etsy. Another one that I remembered is that Etsy is very known for gift giving, like for finding oh, yeah. gifts for people. You hear about so many Etsy sellers, the, the, the successful ones who really make a lot of their sales in Q4 because Etsy just has like, it's like synonymous with getting gifts for people. I've literally bought things on Etsy for my wife. Um, I bought things on Etsy for my wedding. Like there is a, a, a lot of stuff on there. Uh, and it just kind of is known as like a gift giving. Like when you're looking for a gift for someone, you go to Etsy and that's where you look. So um, yeah. All right. Why don't we transition to the cons? Let's do it. And uh, I'll jump in here and get started. So the first con, and this one I talk about quite a bit, but it's very important. Um, rented versus owned platform. So unlike Shopify, which is an owned platform, just like owned real estate, Etsy is a rented platform like rented real estate. So it's a marketplace like Amazon or eBay, let's give eBay a shout out again, um, <laughs> where you are renting space on their real estate. So Etsy is the landlord, you are the tenant, and this terrifies me, but they can evict you at any time by terminating your account. And I'm gonna get to talking a little bit more about that, but I just wanna say the way I like to explain this in case that was super confusing <laughs> is that Shopify is like buying your own physical location or building your own physical location on a piece of real estate and building, you know, building a storefront, like a, like a McDonald's, a Nike mm -hmm. store, a Allbirds store, something like that, where, you can build it the way that you want and you can create a very beautiful, curated, aesthetic customer experience, but you need to attract your own traffic. So you, you have this beautiful shop, it's conversion optimized, you got awesome products, but then you gotta raise awareness that it exists. Etsy, on the other hand, is like renting a booth at a craft fair. There are already people coming to the craft fair which is great since hopefully they'll pass by your booth and you can sell them products, but you are limited in terms of the presentation. You can set up your booth, you can put up a banner, you can put up, you can hang up your products on little hangers, but more importantly, you're renting that space and they can boot you out at any time. Well, the other thing about that is to think about, just think about it in this way is you're, if you, you have that booth at that craft fair, you're limited by how many people can fit in that building or how many people are coming to that craft fair, right? With mm. Shopify, it's like you, you're going out and the audience is almost unlimited. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah there, there's a little bit of a, you're limited on Etsy really by how many people are searching that term or whatever that's going to bring up your, that's kind of how many people are coming to the craft fair, right? Is how many people right. are searching for that design or that product that you're selling. Right. And the other thing is, I should mention is that there's a lot of booths selling the exact same stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and they'll be selling it for cheaper. So That's imagine sitting kind of, at that craft fair and you're yeah. with 10 other, 10 other booths that are selling the exact same product, all competing for the same amount of people there. And, and really kind of, all they have is price to go on as a differentiator yeah, exactly. because all the booths kind of look the same. They can do a couple little things with presentation, but you don't have a lot of customization in Etsy, which is a blessing and a curse. It's amazing because there's less work. There's less, less to do to, you know, but it's limiting in the sense that it's harder to differentiate from other Etsy stores. And what you see is you see a lot of Etsy sellers competing on price or you see them 
uh, matching the price of their competitors, which a lot of time from what I see is like $18.99 to maybe $22.99 for a t-shirt. Whereas with a branded experience and a website where you're only featuring your own products and you can show your products in their absolute best light, you can easily push that up to like $24 to $29.99. If you want to really level up your marketing and your branding, you could push that further between, you know, $30 to $40 for a t-shirt. For sure. So that's that's pretty big. But this kind of leads me kind of talking about the rented versus own platform. It leads me into the next con of Etsy is that they can literally shut down your account in the snap of a finger. And it's very common to get your account suspended or paused until they verify your banking information. This happens to a lot of Etsy sellers at the beginning, and most times you'll get it back. However, there are a lot of instances where Etsy shops get permanently banned. And that means game over. You're done. Like you, your, your Etsy shop is done. You have to go somewhere else. And, you know, in most cases, it's because an Etsy shop owner violated the terms of service for Etsy, like selling trademark items. <laughs> Disney. So common. So uh, common. Guys, please stop selling Disney on Etsy, please. Um, it, you're, you're risk every day. You are risking getting your account permanently banned. And that is just not worth it. Disney, Nike, Taylor Swift, bands, uh, brands, lots of things. There are so many, it is like, uh, it is just like a breeding ground for copyright and trademark infringement. And it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. And you're going to go on there and you're going to see tons of Disney designs. Do not be tempted into doing your own. Trust me, it's a bad idea. It is a ticking time bomb. Those people are very likely, even if they've made lots of sales and you're like, how have they made 10,000 sales and they're selling Disney? Time like will be the judge. A lot of them are gonna be gone. So uh, I would not, I would stay away from that with the 10 foot pole. But I've also heard that a lot of Etsy sellers got their accounts permanently shut down for reasons that they didn't agree with, that they didn't understand, and they didn't even seem that extreme. Like they didn't really seem like they were doing anything wrong and they were unable to get their accounts back. Etsy gets to make the final call. You do not. And that is very, very scary, especially, especially if Etsy is your livelihood. Like any day at any time, this can happen. And personally, that gives me a lot of anxiety just thinking about it. Imagine you spent months or years building up a successful Etsy shop. It's your primary source of income. Maybe you quit your job to do it full time, only to have all your hard work permanently disappear overnight, all gone. That would be devastating. You would need to scramble to create a Shopify store or find another marketplace really quick and hope you can replicate your success or have to get a job again. It's just, it's just really unfortunate. And for me personally, my Etsy store, if it got terminated, I couldn't care less because most of my sales are coming to Shopify. Like it would cause little to no disruption to my business. And that's what I like about having both is Shopify, you're not risking like them terminating your account, uh, but you're also getting the benefits of Etsy. So Etsy can shut down your account at any time. That's, that's the second con. The third con, when you use rented platforms like Etsy, you are completely at the mercy of their algorithm and their rules. So Etsy has a lot of rules that the sellers must abide by 
and they do algorithm changes just like social media does. And overnight, this can really affect your sales. So you need to always be knowing how the algorithm is working and always be, you know, uh, figuring out ways to keep that, maintain that level of success. So with an own platform like Shopify, um, you own all your own data. And this is kind of, this is like in, in line with the same con, but it's, it's a bit different. With an own uh, platform like Shopify, you own all your data while Etsy holds back much of it. So the benefit of having all that customer information is that, for example, if your Etsy store was terminated and you also had a Shopify store, you would still have all the customer data, their information, their emails, their phone numbers, and you could continue operating your business many times with little disruption. Like if in my case, if I lost my Etsy store, it would be no big deal because hardly any of my sales are coming from Etsy. Yeah. Um, and that's maybe that's on me. Like I don't put a lot of energy into Etsy because for me, the, you know, my, my Shopify store is so much more scalable. I can run ads at a profit. I can scale them up really quick when I have winning designs. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. One thing you yeah, didn't even mention is you just said I can run ads. You can't even like, you can run, you can turn on ads in Etsy and let them run them for you. Mm. But you just talked about rules. One of the rules is on Etsy, you can't even run at your own ads. So if you, you were run to, Etsy ads, yeah, you run Etsy ads. Yeah. But if you were to go set up your own ads and try to run them to your, to your Etsy store, they could shut you down your account, right? Like they could just terminate your account. For Can they your- actually, I'm actually not entirely sure. I just thought it would be highly unprofitable to run ads. No, to you Etsy cannot store. run ads hundred percent. You cannot, oh, you cannot crazy. run your okay. own ads. No, I was not um, aware of that. Yeah. That's against their terms of service. Cause you'd be co- directly competing with them. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah. And, and Etsy ads, we'll talk about that in a bit, but Etsy ads are extremely competitive and it's very hard to make a profit with them. There's a lot of people running Etsy ads at a loss just to get sales because with sales, you get bumped higher up in the search results. And so if you take a loss for a bit and you get higher up, the hope is that more people you'll, you'll, you'll improve your visibility and that'll improve your sales. So, uh, but going back to the kind of customer data thing with Etsy, you do not own the customer data. Etsy is similar to Amazon and eBay. It's, it's a bit better than Amazon. I would say like Etsy actually allows you to collect emails. I'm pretty sure they didn't used to allow you to collect emails, but they do now, but you're not supposed to really do any other marketing aside from marketing to your Etsy store. So it's not quite like the emails that you're going to send to people who subscribe to your website. You can send them anything you want and you can create a really good branded experience, bringing them back to your website. This you're only supposed to send them emails about Etsy, like to, to bring them back to Etsy. Is there anything else you want to say about that before I move on to the next con? I don't think so. Okay. The next con, this is, this is a big one for me. This is a really big one for me. You cannot sell your Etsy business. They do not allow it. So there is no resale value since Etsy doesn't allow you to sell your shop. You can sell your designs or your products to someone and they can load them into their own store, but you cannot sell an Etsy shop. It is not a a tangible, like, like valuable asset with any resale value. And that is a huge bummer. With Shopify, you can sell your shop and you can make a lot of money. If you're doing this, you know, like I, I, I have sold a Shopify store. 
I have friends who have sold their Shopify store and all of them were print on demand stores. And we, we made from the mid to the high five figures selling purely print on demand stores, no overhead, no inventory, nothing. We just handed over our website, handed over the domain, handed over our assets, like our social media channels, our email yeah. list, our SMS list. And there was so much value in that. Like I was able to sell my store in the high five figures after two years. And it was a side hustle. Like I had, it was my secondary print on demand store. I had my first one. And then I had the second one that I started with my brother. And with, within 14 months, we were able to get to six figures. And within two years, it was sold in the high five figures. And there was no physical inventory or overhead that we had to hand over. It was a very simple and seamless process. You cannot do that with Etsy. So, you know, if you do want to create a real, if you want to create a revenue stream, then Etsy can make a lot of sense. If you're like, all I care about is money now. I don't care about creating anything valuable that I could potentially resell in the future. I don't care about building a brand. I just want to, I just want some revenue coming in, maybe a little side hustle revenue. Then Etsy can make a lot of sense for that. However, in Shopify, you can build a business that is an asset. Etsy, by, if that's what you want, like if you want to build a brand with brand loyal customers and raving fans and an asset that you can one day sell, Etsy doesn't make a lot of sense because you just cannot do it. So you would need to create a Shopify store or some other platform eventually if you wanted to build a business that you can sell for a big payout. And that is something I would recommend. Like if you're on Etsy right now and you're making good money and you want to do this for the long term, diversify over to Shopify. Start building an asset that you can resell and take advantage of both platforms. That's what I would say. For but sure. I also think it could be particularly tough to sell a print on demand business since you don't have, you, you, you can't hand over customer data. You, a lot of Etsy sellers have no social media presence. They have little to no email lists or SMS lists. Some have big email lists if a lot of people have bought from them, but you're not supposed to be reusing this. You're supposed to be using this just to sell more Etsy stuff. So yeah. you might have an email list. You, I don't even think you can collect phone numbers in Etsy. I'm not entirely sure, but there's just, you know, more incentive for people to kind of, if they want a revenue stream, go to Etsy. But if you want to create something lasting and you, you want to create like a brand that you really care, passionate about, and that matters, and you want to make kind of like a mission-based brand, Shopify is absolutely the place to do that. And because that Etsy just doesn't higher. give you a lot of opportunity to, what's that that and, and if you want to scale it if you want to scale it higher like yeah shopify is the way to go i was going to say there's conflicting there's conflicting uh information out there about you know email lists and different things on on mm. etsy i've heard you can't build one i've heard you can build one i think the answer to that is that um you can build an email list but there are specific terms and conditions that you have to follow and so right. it makes it it makes it more difficult and where most Etsy sellers aren't building an email list because it, it just doesn't make sense, right? Like, like mm -hmm. what you said, you said you can build an email list, but it's really only supposed to be used to, to send more people back to Etsy, right? Which is like one of the huge values of an email list is, you know, that's where the biggest value in your company is because there's customer data there. And if you ever go to sell your business, 
that email list is extremely important, right? Because that's, mm -hmm. there's so much customer data in there. You can add, you know, you can, you can go to that email list. You can sell whatever products you want to sell. You can sell over and over. It's like, so when you build an email list on Etsy, if it's tied to Etsy, it's almost like it's their data. They own it, not you, even though you've been building that email list. You know what I mean? Right. So it, yeah. yeah, it's, I just wanted to kind of bring that up. It kind of goes back to what you were talking about on, you know, rented versus owned and just kind of being at the mercy of, the Etsy terms and conditions of the landlord, yeah. <laughs> the, mercy yeah. of the, the craft fair landlord. Right, 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 right. The, the last thing I'll say about, you know, not being able to sell your business is there is a lot of incentive and I would never encourage this. I strongly discourage this, but there is a lot of incentive. If someone likes your Etsy store for them, literally just to create their own, steal your designs and get them up there. And Etsy is just a hotbed for this. Like you go there and you search any trending design and there's like 500 listings with the exact same slogan. And it's hard to stand out in that crowd. You know what I mean? Whereas on your website, you're only showing, people are only seeing your designs, they're only seeing your products and you're only promoting and cross promoting your products. So. Plus you built everything up over time with Shopify. You, you got your customer data, every, every, every sale, every email, every SMS, every piece of customer data, your social media following, these are all assets in one big asset that would be very hard for someone to replicate. It would take a lot of time and they couldn't get access to a lot of the stuff that you have. But with Etsy, a lot of people, they can literally just go throw up their store and then just copy all your designs. And, I hope that those stores get taken down because I don't, uh, we never ever recommend that anyone do this. It's a terrible strategy that ends up, you know, backfiring a lot of people as it should, because it's highly unethical, but it's possible and it's easy. Like you could throw up an Etsy store right now and you could just like take a bunch of stuff from all the best sellers selling stores. And this is what people do all the time. <laughs> like the, the best sellers, like Etsy is a crowded marketplace with a lot of the exact same products. So that, that kind of leads me to my next con, which is Etsy cross promotes competing products. I do not like that, that I am not a fan of that because if we both have likes, stores. If we both yeah. have Etsy stores and you know, somebody searches and they find my product, Etsy can just put your product right on the side, you know, and promote that yeah. or, or promote it in any way they want. They can put our products side by side, right? Two different mm -hmm. stores, two different business owners. And yeah, keep going. I don't like that. Like I, you want, like the nice thing about a Shopify store is no one is promoting anything else. Like you are, you can cross promote your other products, which is great because it helps you increase your order values. Um, and it shows, you know, you can feature other products that people might like. There's likely other products in your store that they will like. And you can add apps for upsells and cross sells. You can do a lot of things to move up that average order value. Mm -hmm. And people aren't getting distracted by your competitors. They're not seeing another item that looks similar to yours for $2 cheaper. Yeah. And jumping over there, leaving your shop to go to this other one and completing their purchase there. Not a fan. Um, I still think having a Etsy as a complimentary sales channel is awesome, but not as a primary channel. I love the, that you fully control the, the marketing and the branding experience from a Shopify store. Love it. Next, Etsy is not customizable like a website. So this is kind of a pro and a con. It's, the pro is that it's very simple and easy to use, and it's very simple to set up an Etsy shop. 
However, the con is that there's very little branding and it's hard to differentiate yourself from every other Etsy shop because a lot of them are using the exact same limited strategies. And um, that can lead to a lot of people having trouble finding your shop. And then when they find your shop, they see a whole bunch of other ones that look just like yours that are selling very similar products. And there's a chance that they're going to go buy them from them. So there's just not a lot of branding options. You can't create a very curated, well-branded experience for the customers. And I think this reduces the chance that they're going to become brand advocates, like very brand loyal, raving fans of your brand, because you just can't do as much. Like on Shopify, you can even create a blog. It's baked right in. You can create a blog in your Shopify store. That is a feature of a Shopify store. You cannot do that in Etsy. I have heard that they've been asking Etsy users if they're interested in that feature. So one thing that you know I like about Etsy is that they're constantly evolving. I also like this about Shopify. They're always evolving and usually in most cases getting better and kind of taking the advice of their sellers who are really what pays the bills for them uh, and offering them, you know, improving the, the, the whole platform. But as, I, as far as I know right now, there's no blog option. You really can't like, tell a big brand story or, well, I mean, you could in the little description part, but it's just not the same. It's very limited. Mm -hmm. So next is the next con for Etsy is poor tracking. So there just isn't good tracking. If you're running external ads like Facebook ads, which you can't run them as Carrie mentioned to your Etsy store anyways. But even if you did there, like if you were running, external ads like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok ads, or even driving social media traffic to your website, that's going to be difficult to track. There's no way, as far as I know, of tracking it. So if you're driving that traffic to Etsy, which sounds like it's actually against their terms of service, yeah. you can't track where any of those people are coming from. And that's problematic because there's a lot of value in knowing where your customers are coming from so you can double down on that channel wherever that is um so next con is that they have very little customization options and this is kind of in line with it being you know not as customizable as a website so it's very difficult to stand out amongst etsy shops and not as easy to increase order values with upsells and cross sells uh, because a lot of times they're, they're cross selling your competitors and on your website, you just have more control over that entire experience to drive up those average order values. This next one is the one that is probably one of the worst cons for Etsy. And that is that everyone just seems to steal everyone's designs. Like there's so much spy software that so many Etsy users are selling or using, I should say, and they're just stealing people's designs and this absolutely happens on shopify like make no mistake you think copyright you know like there is a ton of copyright infringement on shopify it's a problem but if you think copyright infringement is bad on shopify oh, etsy is far worse in my opinion and worst of all many times these copycats they'll be promoted alongside your original designs i've actually had so get this one etsy seller had the audacity to report us for one of our original designs claiming that it was their own and i've heard of this happening to other etsy sellers as well so there are etsy sellers that go looking for copycats and they'll just keep like submitting 
kind of similar to DMCA takedowns in Etsy to try to get those copycat listings taken down. Wow. And that's, that's fair if you are the original creator, that's okay. But it was one of our designs that I created myself. I remember creating this original design wow. myself and someone ripped it off and they had the audacity <laughs> to submit a takedown request for hours. So we had to go back and forth battling. They were super rude and arrogant and just could not, even though we proved to them, we sent them a social media post from 2017, years wow. before they reported us, and they could not show us evidence because they didn't have any. I knew they didn't have any because I created the design. They could not show us evidence that they created the design any sooner. And they still pushed back and said that we were sent from them. I'm like, dude, I'm showing you evidence. You are not showing us any of that evidence. And I know you don't have any. Eventually that store, I think they ended up like getting terminated or something. They did not do well. They had a lot of bad reviews. A lot of people did not like them. And I'm pretty sure the store eventually got terminated or something, which I didn't do, but I was just very frustrated with that experience that someone would do that. That was wild. Um, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was absolutely wild. So there's just a lot of people stealing people's designs and it's not as bad with a Shopify store. I feel like because Etsy, it's just everyone's competing on kind of SEO, it seems like, and they're all seeing the best performers and just copying them. And they're all in the same craft market, if you want to say. So someone's walking around the craft market, they're seeing 30 of the exact same store. It reminds me when I was in Thailand or the Philippines, you walk through like a market where there's these, these hot selling shirts and they're all selling the exact same shirts. I feel like that's kind of, you know, where Etsy has gone in, in, to some extent. Um, all right, enough about that. Uh, the next thing I want to say is that it is very competitive and many people are using the exact same strategy, relying solely on SEO to get discovered. So if you talk to pretty much any Etsy coach, they're gonna be like, yeah, Etsy SEO is that's, well, that's where it's at. You want to have good imagery. You want to have SEO rich titles. You want to have SEO rich tags. You want to have SEO rich descriptions. And that's kind of it. But what if everyone is just using all the same titles and all the same tags and all the same descriptions? Then how do you stand out and differentiate? I would think price, but you never want to compete on price and you don't want it to be a race to the bottom because eventually it's gonna to get to a point where someone's unprofitable. And I'm not a fan of that. I like creating brands and not competing on price and, and, and competing on perceived value instead, increasing your perceived value and building trust amongst passionate raving fans of your brand and everything they do. And those people are not so price sensitive. They want to support you. They love your brand. They love what you do. They love your products. Etsy is harder to build that. So. Dude, you next, got a lot of cons, bro. Yeah, there's, there's a couple. There's you got a, a lot of cons, Etsy. You got right, a hater. Or, <laughs> no, kidding. no, dude, dude. Okay. You love it. You love Etsy. You love Etsy. Don't get me wrong. I do love Etsy. <laughs> I use Etsy. I make sales from Etsy. But. There are quite a few cons and I just want to lay it all out there. So the next one is your limit on items that you can sell. So with Etsy, it has to be handmade or it has to be made by you or it has to be print on demand. You cannot sell mass produced items, even if you white label them. And even if they may be a great addition to your store. So for example, 
I had a friend who started a six figure brand. I think within like the first year, I'm positive within like the first year, they created a six figure brand in the fitness niche and they were using print on demand is all apparel. And they were like, how can we scale? Like, how can we offer other products and diversify and kind of differentiate from every other apparel fitness brand? So they decided to drop ship jewelry, specifically fitness inspired jewelry. And they actually made a lot of sales of those, but it was mass produced. I think they were getting it from AliExpress, which I'm not a fan of. Lots of issues there, but they were getting it from AliExpress and it was being drop shipped directly to the customer. But they were allowed to do that. You cannot do that on Etsy. So that is a limitation. You have to make sure that whatever you're selling, it's within the terms and conditions of Etsy. The next last two things, it's difficult to run ads profitably, like run Etsy ads profitably. You don't hear about a whole lot of Etsy sellers running ads profitably or very profitably, maybe a break even or even at a loss mm -hmm. since they're quite expensive because there's so much competition in the Etsy ecosystem. So many people are trying to run ads and that's making it more expensive for everyone. And many sellers, they're, they're, you know, they're selling t-shirts for super cheap, like let's say 18 to $22, like I mentioned before, to compete with other Etsy sellers then that doesn't give you any profit. That doesn't give you much profit to run ads. So what we usually recommend is creating a brand and selling at a higher price point and then using your profits to run ads, to run profitable ads. But within the Etsy ecosystem, the ads, it's just hard to make them profitable because a lot of people are selling their products for very cheap, very like low cost. And the last thing I will say is it's difficult to scale because aside from just continuously adding new listings and focusing on SEO, which pretty much everyone is doing with many of the same designs too, there's just, what do you do then? Like if you have a winning design, I did, I did Etsy seller reach out to me um, not too long ago. And they said, I need to get onto Shopify because Etsy is way too competitive and everyone just steals my designs. As soon as I have a winning design, it's everywhere and everyone just steals it. And that's the problem when everyone's doing the exact same really simple SEO strategy and they're using the exact same products, it's very hard to create any differentiated experience and it's hard to stand up from the crowd. So with a Shopify store, you can create a completely unique and very branded experience. Not to mention you can have a big social media presence, which technically you could have with Etsy too, but a lot of people just don't do it yeah. because the big draw is you don't have to market. Traffic is being driven to the platform. And so a lot of people don't have a social media presence or they don't take it seriously. Whereas we recommend that you do and that you build a following of raving fans on there that eventually, if not are already customers. So it's also easy to scale with ads. And what I like about having a Shopify store is Maybe it does take a little bit of time to build it and to find winning designs and to, you know, collect emails. But guess what? When you find that winning design, oh, it is quick. Success can come very, very quick. I'm talking like days. Like you can be, you can be five figures within days of having a winning design. You could be six figures within a month, even a week um, of having a winning design, that would be much more, much, much, much more challenging to do in Etsy.
Dude. Anything you'd like to add, Kerry? Uh, I want to add one thing about the ads, just so everybody kind of knows a little bit more about Etsy ads. There, there's two type of Etsy ads you can you can run. There's on-site ads and off-site ads. Mm-hmm. So on-site ads are where you can you can place ads in the search on Etsy. So somebody searches, you know, uh, mountain T-shirt, and you play you you turn on on-site ads, like it can rank your ad up there. Now with on-site, or it'll show your ad at the top. With on-site ads, you pay per click. So anytime somebody clicks on your item, those can actually get pretty unprofitable. They can be pretty expensive. Um, but the other type of ads is off-site ads, which means you allow Etsy to run ads on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. or Google, or anywhere. Now, those are actually kind of a no-brainer. I don't know if you know this, but uh, if you do, I think less than 10000 per month, or it's either 10000 per month or 10000 per year, they charge you a 15% fee. Uh mm of the sale. So 15% of the sale. If you, I think if you do over a hundred thousand, it's either per month or it's probably per year. Uh, if you do over a hundred thousand, they lower it to, I think 12%. Um, so those are actually kind of like a no brainer, you know, you, because as long as you set your margins correctly, if Etsy gets you a sale from a Facebook ad, you just pay a 15% fee. So actually Mm -hmm. they're pretty always, they're basically always profitable as long as your pricing is correct. Unless you go too low, then they're, you know, that could create issues like with print on demand. Um, but the offsite ads are pretty pretty cool. So it's kind of a pro, but also a con in that you said you mentioned um, that you can't scale them. Like, no. The problem is really with tough. excuse me, I've got it. <coughs> Sorry, tried to mute and missed it. A little something in my throat, a little tickle. <laughs> hey, at least there's not a fly in the room. There's no fly this week. <laughs> there's no fly this week. But what I was going to mention is. Um, you could go into Etsy and you could go into the ad section and you can be like, I want to spend $500 per day and it will never spend that. Like it mm. will never run that much ads. It will, it, it's this weirdest thing of like, it's so hard to scale. I've talked to so many Etsy sellers that they just can't, because they can't scale at the ads. It's just like, you're basically at the mercy of Etsy SEO. And then mm-hmm. if you have a really, really hot product, you, you know, Etsy might push the ads a little more, but it, it's just like, you can't scale it. I don't know how to scale it, which is why, which is why, you know, the best Etsy sellers are only making, you know, five, 10,000 bucks a month. Like it just, because right. it's so hard to scale. And, and like, like these cons, like we're not, we're, we're, we're not making a case to not use Etsy. We're just saying, why not use both? Why not use both eventually? Definitely. Like Definitely. My, my, my recommendation has always, and most likely will always be start with Shopify. So you have that owned platform. You can actually build a real brand, a tangible asset that's resellable. And you can build that up and use Etsy as a complementary sales channel. Um, you know, don't when rely you can... on Etsy as your primary platform. That's right. the big mistake. Yes. Yes. And you know, I hear a lot of Etsy coaches, um, who are awesome and put out a lot of awesome content and I'm friends with a lot of them. And, but a lot of them are, are saying, oh, expect that you'll make a lot of sales in Q4 when there's a lot of traffic to Etsy and then expect that it'll just die out in the new year. I'm like, but it doesn't have to, but it doesn't have to. You can keep driving traffic to your website. Like January is consistently one of our best months of the year for sales to our Shopify store consistently, like almost never do any months beat January, not even Black Friday, Cyber Monday, not even December or even November. Like January is one of our best months for sales. And we're not reliant on the SEO and that like the Shopify or the Etsy traffic completely caving in in January. We can keep income steady throughout the year, which is just much more sustainable in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. All right. 
I'm going to take Shopify yeah, pros. Go ahead. Yep. I'm going to take Shopify pros. We've covered a lot of these, uh, and kind of comparing mm -hmm. with Etsy. So I'm going to, I'm going to move pretty fast, but let's talk mm -hmm. about some pros of Shopify. So number one, uh, Shopify is an owned platform. So we've explained this a ton of times. We use the analogy, you know, you're at the craft fair, you got the booth with Etsy with Shopify. It's like you own the freaking building where the craft fair is, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you own the whole thing. Um, you, that mm -hmm. means you own the customer data. That means you own the email list. That means you can take everything and move your domain off of Shopify over to somewhere else. If you want to rebuild it somewhere else and you want to leave Shopify, like you own the entire business. You're not at the mercy of, you know, a, a marketplace like Amazon or Etsy or one of these places. So that is huge. And that is one of the biggest things with building a business is like, you want to have ownership. You know, you want to be, you can add a Facebook pixel to your Shopify store, to your website so that you can track a ton of data through Facebook ads and optimize your ads and all those kind of things. And like, there's just so much to that. Like you want to own your business. You don't want to be a hundred percent at the mercy of a social media platform or a marketplace mm -hmm. like Etsy. Uh, yeah. so that's and you can build audiences, you can build custom audiences, you can build lookalike audiences from your Shopify data, and then you can run ads to those individuals. Like you can tell Facebook and Instagram, go out and find people like my buyers, like them with similar traits to them. And you can target those people with ads, man, that's powerful. That is very yeah. powerful stuff. Going along with that. But one, one thing I want to add on the next point here, the next pro is the next pro is you are in full control of the marketing. So we, we just mentioned that, right? Like you can mm -hmm. collect email addresses, you can collect SMS, you can collect pixel data and all, all of that stuff, phone numbers, any, anything, right. And you can, you can market to those, to those assets, however you want. But one other thing I want to add, cause it's actually not a pro on here. It should probably be its own pro, but I want to add it to this section is the Shopify app store. Like it's just mm. such a huge, oh my gosh, there's, thousands and thousands and thousands of apps in the Shopify app store that mm -hmm. you can do so many different things. But one of the specific things is you can add additional ways to, to market and increase your average order value through those apps. So things like cross sales and upsells, right. And in any kind of which way, whether you want to do post-purchase upsells or, or before the purchase or a pop-up, you know, to upsell, like you have apps for that, that you can go and, and you can integrate these softwares and work together with Shopify uh, to boost, you know, your sales and your marketing and all the different things. There's apps to do all kinds of stuff. That's just a mm -hmm. very, very small portion. But man, anything you want to do on your store, like you can find an app. There's thousands and thousands of apps of apps. Track data, improve customer data that we've been talking about in different ways and use it in different ways. Shopify apps for that. Upsells and cross sells, print on demand, drop shipping and product sourcing. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's so much you can do um, with, with Shopify apps. Yeah. And can I just jump in there for a sec? Yeah. I totally agree. Like the app store is a huge pro in my opinion. However, I do think an argument could be made by some people saying that it's a con as well, because there's so much that you can do. And well, first of all, it means more like you got to go find those apps. You got to connect them to your store. Some, you may need to manage some stuff in them. Sure. They can break something to go wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Um, it's happened so, to me. Yeah, sure. it's happened. <laughs> so there can be issues that come along with that. Whereas Etsy, because you don't have a lot of these options, no issues come along with them. So an argument could be made either way that that's a pro or a con. I think we're both in clear agreement that the app store is a huge pro. For sure. I think it's a huge pro. Definitely, definitely for me. I think it's awesome, mm -hmm. but I, I understand it's like 
they've created this marketplace of so many apps that it can be a little bit overwhelming, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes if you go search for upsell, oh, you might dude. get 100 apps. If you go yeah. search for print on demand, it's like 400 apps, right? Like it, yeah. it's a lot. So there's definitely some research. But in my opinion, I like to have options versus yeah. not having options, right? Like if you go, if you go on you know, uh, Big Commerce or Wix or something, right? And you're like, and you just go want to install a print on demand and, and like the only option you have is Printful and you don't like Printful, you have a bad experience or whatever, there's nowhere to switch. Like you're stuck, right? Whereas with Shopify, there's so many different options through that app store for sure. Yep. Um, okay, next pro of uh, Shopify is the branding, right? And the, I like the example we have here of on Etsy, you're building a t-shirt business. On Shopify, you can build a clothing brand, right? Very so different. On, yeah. Very, very different. Yeah. On Shopify, like you can build an entire brand, right? Let's say hypothetically, Adrian, you built a website and you built this brand through Shopify and then you decide one day, I'd really like to open a retail store. Like you can literally open a retail store and order a device from Shopify to take credit cards and everything will integrate with your Shopify account. The inventory, the payments, like you can own multiple customer data. Yeah. Customer data. Everything could be integrated into one account. You could have multiple Mm -hmm. locations across the world along with your website and everything can be managed in Shopify. It's so powerful. Uh, and people do it all platform. the time. Yeah, people absolutely. do it all the time as a scaling method. You hear about so many Shopify brands that be, that create physical location. Allbirds started mm-hmm. out e-commerce. I think Casper, um, Warby Parker. There's all these e-com unicorns that now have physical locations all over the place. And they started on Shopify. And it was very easy for them to scale out to physical locations. So absolutely. it kind of goes back to creating that tangible, valuable asset that's that's very scalable and resellable. And that brings us, what a great transition to our next pro, which is it is scalable. We mentioned at the beginning, some of the biggest brands in the world actually have their websites hosted on Shopify. And so Shopify is uh, scale, like scalable infinitely, right? You can, you can go to six figures in a matter of weeks, uh, and you can go to seven figures, multi-seven figures, eight figures, nine figure brands you know, on Shopify. So Shopify can, can grow with you. You can grow, uh, as you're using Shopify, like as high as possible, right? There's no limit to how high you can scale your brand with Shopify. And the reason is because you're not at the mercy of a platform like Etsy that is in control of your marketing, right? Because you're in control of your marketing and your brand, you can scale it, uh, so much higher. Yeah. And you could market like you could market your Etsy listings and stuff on social media. You know, there are marketing channels that you can do. I don't see a lot of people doing it or I don't see them taking it very seriously. I see a lot of them relying heavily on Etsy SEO, which is not very scalable. Mm-hmm. The only really way, way to scale that is just to keep dropping new products all the time. Um, you know, and th- that's kind of it. Uh, and then run ads if you can make it profitable in Etsy. The next pro is you're building a sellable asset. When you build a, again, going back to the same example, when you build a t-shirt business, I just sell these random t-shirt designs. Like why would somebody, why would somebody want to buy that business from you? What, what, what tangible, you know, data or asset do you have that's going to be worth value? But when you build a brand, oh my gosh, there's so much value, right? Because of the, the, the customer list, because of the email list, because of the inventory, or because of 
you know, the social media assets and the pixel and like the domain and the like all that stuff. Like it's social media following, big social media media following. Yeah. All that stuff is so valuable. So, you know, again, you know, you had some examples here of people that you know that have sold uh, Shopify stores uh, for different amounts. That's Mm -hmm. like, there's hundreds of sales, probably thousands of sales per day that happen that happen uh, with Shopify where people are selling Shopify stores. And some of those are seven plus figures that they're selling, Mm -hmm. you know, their Shopify stores for. So you're not going to sell your Etsy brand, Etsy store. You know, it's just, it just doesn't happen. You can't, you're not allowed. It's against the terms. There you go. Like, even if you wanted to, you couldn't like, all you could do is sell your designs and your products and maybe some inventory. If you have inventory or something like that, but you cannot transfer your store to someone else. As far as I know, Etsy does not allow that. Um, whereas Shopify people are doing it all the freaking time. I probably could have gotten more from my store. I wasn't even trying that hard because I didn't know how to sell. I sell physical products, man. Like I sell print on demand products. I did not know how to sell a business. So I just put it on, um, what was it called? I don't think they have it anymore. It was called like Shopify, uh, something. It was where you could just list your business for sale on Shopify. And uh, a lot of people use websites like Flippa to sell their Shopify stores, but Shopify used to have their own, which was really nice because it was, it was monitored by Shopify. You know, they were involved in the process and it avoided a lot of shady business. But uh, the downside is I didn't know how to do it. So I settled for a high five figures. I probably could have got more, but I was happy with that. That was like amazing money on top of all mm-hmm. the profit I made for my business. I was able to sell it in the high five figures, which is great. That could be a down payment on an apartment. That could be like a brand new sparkly, really nice car. Uh, there is a lot you could do with that. The next one here is uh, is interesting one. I actually never really thought about this. I always thought of, of Etsy being way cheaper, but I don't think it, I think you're right. I don't think it is. Uh, the next uh, pro is lower fees. So Shopify, the, the basic plan for Shopify is $29 per month. Uh, mm-hmm. If you pay annually, it's uh, $39 per month if you're paying monthly. So 29 if you decide to pay for a whole year, 39 uh, if you decide to pay per month. And then the only fees you pay after that is credit card processing fees, which is 2.9% plus 30 cents per transaction. So in most cases, this is actually going to be cheaper than what you're paying on Etsy in fees. The Etsy fees, I just looked up uh, 6.5%. So you you don't pay a monthly fee for Etsy as far as like, you know, it's free to start an Etsy store, but mm-hmm. you do have to pay 20 cents per listing. So every time you mm-hmm. list a new product, it's 20 cents, not, not a significant amount, but 20 cents. And then uh, when you actually make a sale, you pay 6.5% in fees. So that's like double what you pay on Shopify. I didn't, didn't really put that together. Um, yeah, it's common misconception. And yeah. I mean, you could argue, you could argue that you're like, well, marketing is baked into Etsy. And so you're not having to run ads yeah, but- because there's traffic being going to the marketplace. However, that traffic is not going directly to your store. You have to find a way to stand out over that crowded market and, yeah. and be seen over everyone else. But well, and then, and then uh, if, you, yeah. if you do turn on the offsite ads, I mean, it's 15%. Mm-hmm. I guess on top of the 6.5, yeah, on top of the 6.5%. So like, yeah, pretty pricey. That's that's a lot. Yeah. All right. Next yeah. next pro of Shopify, uh, more product types available to sell. So um, you know, drop shipping obviously is huge still, and the drop shipping has gotten so much better and just different than it was years ago. 
Like mm-hmm. years ago, it was like all you had was China drop shipping, AliExpress. But now, yeah. you know, there are there are private label brands and uh, in, in warehouses and companies like U.S. based mm-hmm. that you can drop ship products from. And obviously, print on demand is a is a form of drop shipping. And because you have access to um, hundreds more print on demand companies, that gives you access to thousands and thousands of different types of products. I did a video on my YouTube channel probably I don't know four or five months ago, and it was like here are the weirdest products you can sell with print on demand. And, uh, and just, I just did like this list of just crazy print on demand products, dude, like there's some crazy stuff. Dude, there's some really a, crazy. You stuff. can go build a soap yeah. brand and never, and never have to buy soap. Like it just, it's print yeah. on demand. You can go build a freaking candle brand. Yep. You know a shoe I mean? brand. You can build a shoe, shoe brand and never dude, have to hold a shoe. There was this company that does 3d printed items. So you mm. could upload your own design of a, th- and they will 3D print it, and and you can sell it with print on demand. I could be like, oh, I want a sculpture of you know a Pikachu, and like they'll just 3D print the Pikachu and send it. Like it's crazy. Like, it's, Might be some wow. trademark issues there, but yeah, don't uh, do that. Don't do that. But I was I was looking at this uh, pearl yeah, yeah. of Charmander that my uh, yeah that my son made me on my desk. So I was thinking of, of Pokemon, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true, though. You can sell mass-produced products. You can sell dropship products. You can sell private label products. You can sell subscriptions, which you can't do on Etsy. Subscriptions is huge, yeah. There are just so many more options of what you can sell. Uh, You can sell, it seems, seemingly, it seems like pretty much anything on a Shopify store, whereas on Etsy, you are, are limited. There are rules in place that say you cannot sell this, 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 or this. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy. The last pro we have here of Shopify, excellent integrations with social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Google, and more. Here's the thing. One of the, one of the things that I'm thinking of is, you know, Shopify is such a huge company and, and platform that, you know, these social media platforms, like that's the first place they go when they're like, who should we integrate with? Because we want to start offering Facebook shops, Instagram shops, TikTok shops, mm-hmm. right? We want to sell more on our platform. They're like, oh, Shopify has the most, you know, brands and stores and they have huge brands, small brands. I mean, they're going to go directly to Shopify anytime that there's, you know, these kind of connections that need to be made. Shopify is always the first one to have those integrations. So mm-hmm. it's just crazy because like we mentioned, like Facebook shops, Instagram shops, right? TikTok had, shops had so much success with those where people can mm-hmm. buy on the platform, but like all that's still running on the back end through your Shopify store and mm-hmm. it's able to connect through to print on demand and drop, drop shipping or whatever you're doing. And so mm-hmm. like, you just don't have that on, on Etsy. You don't have that ability. Right. Um, Dude, this is, this is like a newer thing and yeah. one that I, that I've never heard talked about before. Maybe it's because Facebook, Instagram and TikTok shops are also new. I've never heard this talked about, but Etsy, you cannot, as far as I know, you cannot integrate your products on shops on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok shops from Etsy. And I'm pretty sure right now, the majority of my sales are coming from Instagram and Facebook shops more so than even our website, but you cannot do that with Etsy. I hope that would be awesome for Etsy sellers. That'd be awesome if you could connect it. And maybe in the future, they will have direct integration, which is huge. Like a huge amount of sales can come from these platforms. Uh, And it's a huge differentiator, in my opinion, being able to allow uh, social media users like on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay with an app and complete their purchase. Well, another another one that we didn't even mention here is YouTube because and the only mm. reason I bring that up, I know I know a lot of people aren't necessarily selling through YouTube, but 
But the only reason I bring that up is because uh, what happened with YouTube was they had a direct integration with, I believe it was Teespring, mm-hmm. and then they added they, ad- they added SPOD uh, as another mm. as another print on demand integration, where basically creators could have a merch shelf below the like below the YouTube video where they could sell merch uh, from their YouTube mm-hmm. channel and they could have their own store through SPOD or Spring. There might've been a couple other, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere, I believe it was last year, YouTube just goes, you know what? We're just integrated with Shopify. They just added this Shopify integration, which opened up the world, right? Like it opened up everything because now, you know, if you're selling on YouTube or, a, you know, you're a creator or whatever, um, you, you, can, you can just have, you can just open a Shopify store which means you can mm-hmm. sell any kind of products, not just print on demand, but you can also now integrate with any print on demand company, not just SPOD or Teespring. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's ex- an example of what I'm mentioning of like, these companies are always like, oh, we need more exposure or we want bigger integration, Shopify. Like they're always going to Shopify because Shopify is such a massive company. It's a publicly Jeez. traded company, you know, multiple billions of dollars per year. And the most e-commerce stores of any platform by a ton. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's the go-to place. Mm-hmm. Hit me yeah. with the cons, Adrian. Totally. Cons. All right. Let's, let's, let's go to the cons because there of course are some cons to Shopify. So the first con, which we already talked about is you have to drive your own traffic. So you have to learn marketing. You have to learn strategies to drive traffic to your website, social media, email marketing, SMS marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, SEO. These are all different strategies. And I'm not saying you need to know all of them. You really only need to be good at one or two of these and you can create a very successful shop. There are a lot of different marketing strategies. We teach a lot of different marketing strategies. Like we offer step-by-step video training on multiple different marketing strategies like these that you can use to drive traffic to your website and convert visitors into customers. But what we tell people is when you're starting out, all you need is one traffic strategy strategy to drive traffic to your website, cold traffic. So people who aren't aware of your brand to make them aware and to you know make them aware of your brand and then to drive them to your uh, to your website. So an example of that, uh, what, what, it, what we call a primary acquisition channel could be Instagram. You could just dominate Instagram. That could be your bread and butter. That could be where you focus all of your energy and that can create a massively successful brand for you. And there are a lot of massively successful brands that are made, like Instagram is their bread and butter. That's the platform that they dominate. So we recommend one primary acquisition channel like Instagram, like Facebook, like TikTok, and then one retention channel, a primary retention channel. Just one is all you need. That could be email marketing, that could be SMS marketing. Those are the two most common. And what I mean by retention is like a channel to bring people back, a channel to these people now know your brand exists because of your primary acquisition channel and you use your retention channel to turn them into repeat customers. And email marketing, in my opinion, is still undisputedly the number one for this. SMS marketing is also very powerful, uh, but I usually recommend starting with email marketing. So that is it. You have to drive your own traffic to your website. And that's, that's the only con. Difference. Have a good day. That's it. Right. Good night, guys. Just, just Thank kidding. you very much. No, no, no. no. That, but that is huge. That is a that really is big differentiator is you have to drive your own traffic. Etsy, they're bringing it to the marketplace, to the platform for you. The second one is that you do have to make a website. You have to create a website. There are, you know, Shopify makes it super simple. You can do this in a day. And there are a lot of step-by-step tutorials on how to do this, including our own video training programs. I'm not just trying to plug our programs, but like we teach this stuff all day, every day. 
but you do have to do this versus Etsy, which is simpler since you pretty much just list products. Like you can, you can create an Etsy shop really, really quick. And that's, you know, the, the bad news is that other people can really quickly create a store just like yours and copy you. But the, the good news is that it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy. You can do it very, very quickly. Uh, the third con of Shopify is, and this was what Carrie talked about earlier. It's like, you can, you can argue whether con, this is a sure. pro or a con, but you do have to install apps and plugins for certain features. So Shopify is not an all-inclusive where everything is built in. No, it does not work like that. Uh, you build your website. There's free themes that you can use for the aesthetic, uh, but you do pretty much Anything else aside from the website, you have, you, you know, like upsells, cross sells, free shipping bars, countdown timers, the list goes on. There's apps for all these things, which is great, except it means that you need to find these apps. You need to add them. Things can go wrong. Like we mentioned, they cost money, a lot of them. So a lot of them are free or have a free plan, but a lot of them cost money. So you might be spending $29 a month if you're on the annual plan or $39 a month if you're on the monthly plan, but then you might also be spending 50, 100, $200 a month on apps. And that's not, you know, make sure that those apps are actually make sense to have and that it's profitable for you. And there's a return on those apps. They can be, a lot of these apps pay for themselves multiple times over but it can add up like those, those overhead costs, I'll call them can add up. So the downside is that you need to install each of these on your store and then you could have issues and then there can be additional costs associated with the apps. So those are the three biggest cons in my personal opinion on, um, for Shopify, Carrie, was there anything else that you can think of as cons for Shopify? Man, I was thinking about that actually as you were as you were going through those cons. I was like, is there any I feel like we need to add more. I'm sure that I guess here's sure here's there, one. There could be. Here here's one. Etsy, if you can get really good at mastering SEO, you can make sales organically, just yeah. purely based on SEO. I do find Shopify would be much more challenging because with SEO, with SEO yeah. because it even is, though you sure. can do it and it can help but Etsy, the SEO is based on people that are going to their marketplace to shop and are searching for your designs. Yeah, with Shopify, products. with Shopify, you're SEOing on Google, which is right. What Jillian versus the world websites. Yeah, right. So SEO definitely is, I would say, much more powerful on Etsy than it is on Shopify. I think I would also maybe I put it this way, I, like, you know, I want to be honest. I feel like if, if, if you're really like just wanting to dip your toes or get your feet wet and print on demand, Mm -hmm. I mean, Etsy, I think is a, is a great way to do that because you're, you're probably, Mm -hmm. you probably don't want to do all these other things that we're talking about yet. You will, because likely what's going to happen is you're going to get on Etsy. And if, you know, if you, if you are able to start making some sales, like you'll make a few sales, you might get to that, like we've talked about, maybe you get 500 bucks a month, maybe you get a thousand bucks a month. But then when you, you, when you look at it, you know, you're having some success and you say, man, I really like to do this full time, which is most of the people we work with, right. Is like mm-hmm. the, the, the members in our six figure founder program, the, the members in our, in my shirt school, like these are, these are people who generally are like, I want to learn how to do this full time. So it, it would, mm-hmm. it would be, it would be wrong of us to be like, start on Etsy and then transition. Like, no, let's just start the right way on, on Shopify. But mm-hmm. if you are somebody you say, man, I just want to get my, my feet wet. 
uh, I want to like learn a little bit about this print on demand thing. Like you could definitely get started on Etsy. Um, you could also, you know, if you're also, if you're somebody who just wants to create a side hustle, cause there are people yeah. out there like that as well, that you say, uh, you say, man, I love my full-time job. I just, I right. would love to just add a little passive income. I just, just want a couple hundred bucks or 500 yeah. bucks or a thousand bucks, you yeah. know, a month to just have. Yeah. And you'd say, yeah, yeah you just say, I, I, I just want a little passive income and I really like making designs and different things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Etsy could be a great way to do that for sure. Etsy is good for a creative outlet. Like, Absolutely. you know, it, the, the only thing that I would say is that the people that have the most success are actually creating the designs that people are already searching for. So they're using research tools like Everbee mm -hmm. um, and Allura and E-Rank. There's a lot of tools that they're using to first find what the demand is for and then create products for that demand, which is brilliant. And I would say do the same thing for Javavai. You can absolutely use these tools and do the same thing for Javavai. And I believe that it can be even more powerful because you can create all these products with this demand that you can run tr your own traffic to and it's not showing your competitors who are also yeah. using the same tools to run traffic to their Etsy shop. But yeah. it, that is really nice about, you know, uh, you, that, that is a nice thing. So the, there, I did think of another con of Shopify. Another con is that you have to work harder to build trust. And we talked about this a little bit. True. That's one of the pros of Etsy is the Etsy name. There's a lot of trust associated with. I would not hesitate to buy something from Etsy, even if I had never bought from that shop before. However, if I saw an ad for a website that I'd never seen before and I went to it, I would be more hesitant about sure. completing the purchase because there, you know, I don't know that website. The trust isn't built like it is with the Etsy name, like it is with an Amazon, like the Amazon name, something like that, right? So I do think you have to work harder to build trust. And of course, there's a lot of ways that you can do this, um, but you have to do it. You have to like put, do, do, use some strategy to build that trust. Whereas Etsy, not so much. People are very comfortable buying on Etsy. I don't have, like, I've never been hesitant about buying from an Etsy store. Yeah, for sure. Man, I think that covers it. Um, yeah. Some closing thoughts. Uh, you know, our, uh, well, to be, be pretty brief, we're, we shattered our 45 minute. We goal. shattered. Oh, <laughs> one of these weeks, man, one of these weeks, we're going to surprise ourselves. That it's was, like 35 that was minutes. almost, that was almost an hour and 15 minutes ago when I said that. Oh, um, oh. We just, we just, it's about value. About delivering value. Exactly. We're just so passionate about this. Like, you think this is a lot. We could talk about this for six hours. Yeah. Like, we can do a marathon. I could tell, sure. I could keep going, man. I could go double this. You could too. Like, but we won't. We won't. We're going to spare you guys that. <laughs> All right. So, our recommended strategy, as, as Adrian mentioned, is like, you should be on both. Okay. You should be on both. Mm -hmm. But I would, number one, I would create, I would start with Shopify, build your own brand, start making some sales on Shopify. Once you're comfortable, and you feel like you, you know, you, you, you can add an additional thing. You can create an Etsy shop as a complimentary sales channel and start listing your products there. So I want to specifically talk about print on demand because I think this is the best example with print on demand. It is so easy to send your products to your Shopify store, but then also just send those products to Etsy. For instance, mm -hmm. you know, if you're using a company, we talk about a lot, lot called gelato, you know, gelato mm -hmm. has a direct integration with Etsy. What that mm -hmm. means is you set up your Gelato account, you can uh, you can integrate with your Shopify store, you can connect Gelato to your Shopify store, but then you can also connect Gelato to your Etsy store, which means if you create a t-shirt, you can just list it both places. 
like in a matter of minutes. Why right? not? Super it's like easy, more right? good for easy. SEO too. More yeah. more searchability. You're on two yeah. platforms. That's amazing. And you can do that with many print on demand providers. Just make sure they have an Etsy integration. Most are integrated with mm -hmm. Shopify, if not all. So that like that's what makes more sense is not to hundred percent rely on Etsy. Hundred mm -hmm. percent real. You need to rely on Shopify as that main, that home base owned platform. That owned platform, and then you will not Etsy, get terminated. Use Etsy as additional additional revenue. Yep. Um, and I mean, you could do it technically, you could do it the other way around. Like if you just wanted to, you know, if someone, a lot of people, they have Etsy stores and they do not have Shopify stores, that's totally fine. No problem. But what we would recommend as a next step is to get over to Shopify. Like, you know, then, then what you can do is you can take all that Etsy stuff over to Shopify. You can build a brand around it. You can build that tangible asset. You can, you can sell it or you can grow it. You can scale it. There's so much more you can do with it. And you never have to worry about in the snap of a finger, having your account terminated. And if it does get terminated on Etsy, which would be very unfortunate, if you have a Shopify store in place and you're driving traffic and you've got, you know, your, your marketing to your brand, a lot of times it's not going to be that big of a deal. And you're going to be very glad that you have that Shopify store. So definitely have both. Um, I wanted to kind of give a, a, a you know a, a shameless plug for Six Figure Founder because I know that there's a lot of frustrated Etsy sellers out there that are True. are saying like this one that emailed me or that messaged me over I think Facebook DM and they said that it's just too competitive and everyone just steals their designs as soon as they get a design everyone just steals them if you're one of those sellers build a Shopify store and let us help you. Like if you're an Etsy seller, if you are making sales and you want to diversify, if you want to diversify your business, lower your risk by creating a Shopify store, you are probably a very good candidate for our six figure founder program, because we will give you everything you need to get set up on Shopify and to create an actual brand. So I recommend joining the waitlist and we'll notify you when the program reopens. That's uh, six figure founder, the number six figure slash join. I believe that's it. Carrie, is that right? Yeah, yeah. You can either go uh, the number six figure slash join. You can also do in the in the show notes, there's six figure slash coaching. Either yeah. one of those will work. Just go down to the show notes on YouTube or on Apple or Spotify, click the link or type it in. Yeah. In a lot Join of cases, it'll be a very good fit, especially yeah. if you're using print on demand. It'll be super simple. We'll, we'll show you everything you need. So for sure. All cool. Right, I think that does it. All right. Let's end it off there. Thank you so much, everyone, for sticking with us here. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, like hit us up, DM Thanks us you. on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. You, uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys very soon. See you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us an honest review on whichever platform you're listening on. Thanks again and have a great day. Hey.